35 and Led Zeppelin on Rock 102. Listen, you're going to be walking around this morning. Be careful. It's icy. We got freezing rain this morning. And uh, the rain will end sometime this afternoon, then clear up at a high of 42. Tonight, clear, low of 21. And for tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high of 32. It's 32 degrees right now, and it's slippery. Don't be a tough guy out there. It's slippery. Be very careful. Man, what a show today. What a show. What a show. What a show. Uh, and it starts right now on Rock 102. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 556 and Van Halen on Rock 102. Listen, it's uh, it's kind of nasty out there. A lot of freezing rain, very slippery. Going to be walking around or driving around. Pay attention because it's slick. We got freezing rain this morning. It will end by this afternoon, and then you'll have a pretty clear sky uh, in front of you. High of 42 tonight, clear, low of 21. And for tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high of 32. It's uh, 34 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. There's even a couple of schools that uh, have got uh, a couple, uh, like a two-hour delay. You can check that out online. And uh, so just be careful. Don't do anything stupid out there like fall or break a pelvis. Nobody wants that, especially so close to Christmas. Uh, Steve is going to be in in just a little while. He's running behind, but he'll be uh, joining us in a little bit for Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. The countdown to the holidays is on, and Table and Vine is ready with all... And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pet food roundup underway. Donate to local animal shelters. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you are probably aware, the National Hockey League has temporarily postponed their season until after Christmas due to the current explosion of positive COVID cases around the league. And yesterday, the NFL reported that 47 players tested positive on Monday making it the highest number of positive COVID cases in a single day since the start of the pandemic. So what's going on in basketball? What's the NBA doing about all this? Well, it's like this. In an interview with ESPN's Malika Andrews, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver stated that the NBA would not be pausing their season because, quote, we have, of course, looked at all the options, but frankly, we're having trouble coming up with the logic of pausing right now. Granted, the NBA has had to postpone seven games over the last week, including five over the last three days, but Adam Silver does not see the logic in shutting things down. Meanwhile, the NBA announced yesterday that due to all the positive COVID tests, the league may need to adjust game time for the NBA schedule on Christmas Day, which would include the Celtics game against the Milwaukee Bucks at 2.30. You also have games at noon, 5, and 8 p.m. But those times could change depending entirely on how things go with the pandemic. So far, of the 10 teams scheduled to play on Christmas Day, 30 players have tested positive for COVID. And yet, that could all be dealt with if they could only change some of those start times. Because as you know, you can't catch COVID at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 or 9 p.m. You see, the NBA doesn't need logic to make every decision. 
Sometimes you just have to be creative and find ways around it. Let the NHL worry about trivial things like logic and contingency plans. As long as the NBA can adjust their start times on Christmas Day, then everybody should stay completely safe. Listen, I totally see the rationale behind it all. Pausing the season makes no sense at all. Changing start times? Now that's a fleeting scientific approach that I can totally get behind. It's almost as if that sort of thing, nothing could possibly go wrong. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, can you walk into a Rockies right now and pick up a copy of the current sales flyer? Oh yeah, you can. They got loads of them. But you can also check out the same thing on your phone or computer. What's on sale today at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 611. And White Snake at Rock 102. And, uh... Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy this morning, uh, but freezing rain, like glare ice, they call it. You know, uh, the thing about this, uh, this, these kinds of conditions is, yeah. is uh, you, you don't know how icy it is until you're either on your ass yeah. or you're, uh, you're nearly about to fall yeah. on your ass. So uh, I'm uh, I'm walking out of the house this morning, uh, making pretty good time, uh-huh. right? Uh, and uh, I don't, it, to me, it just looks like rain outside. And I wasn't even thinking about, you know, the winter weather advisory. Sure, why would was, you? Uh, put it, well, because I don't, I forget about that stuff as soon as somebody tells me it. So why would I remember it? <laughs> uh, so I go outside. And uh, there is video proof of this, by the way. You're going to you, post it? You just walk. I don't know if I am. Oh, dude, you got to post I, it. I, so I walk out of the house, right? Yeah. And uh, and I push the, the lock button on the door. Yeah. And uh, just as I turn to go down the stairs, ass over tea kettle. Ass over tea kettle. You know, you, sh- the- you showed me the uh, the video. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I don't uh-huh. mean to be insensitive uh-huh. by, by any means. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah and, and sure. Only because, you know, I know, I know you, I, I love you like, uh-huh. a, like an estranged brother. But uh, to, 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 to see a slip like that, one, you think, oh, my gosh, that must have hurt. And then once you get past the shock of that, well, then it becomes very, very funny. I'm never the kind of person, because I don't really laugh at those things. Like, I, like when, uh, whenever I see videos of people getting hurt, I go, ooh, ah, uh, no. Really? Even like a, like a nut shot? You don't get, the, you don't get mm. the giggly when that happens? It depends on the situation. If the person in the video deserved the nut shot, then yes. Well, no one deserves it. I'm just saying that uh, you know, when you see it on, like, America's Home videos yeah. and all of a sudden Tom Bergeron says, hey, hey, look at this, and the guy gets it right in the right in the cubes, that's yeah. funny stuff. Yeah, see, I wouldn't even be a runner-up on America's Funniest Home Videos. No, it, it's, it doesn't reach that level, but I think you should post it. But I, uh, so I, 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 you know, when, when that happens to you, you're just like, you, you, in the moment, it feels longer than what it, looked like when you played it back and watched it happen yes you know so even though it took a split second for the whole thing to happen everything is in slow motion in my head (laughs) because you have this sense of like trying to grab control and then that moment of realization going you don't have any control you're gonna fall you're just gonna fall so just let yourself fall. Yeah, but yeah, there's also there's also a deniability. Like even though you're in the the act of falling, yeah. like you almost can't believe 
you're actually mm-hmm. falling. Right. Like, what am I doing? Why am I falling? Why did I not see all these, uh, all the ice on the ground? What did I do to deserve this? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. So I, uh, and then I, I realize I'm, my hand is bleeding profusely. Right. Because it's scraped along the bricks on the walkway. Mm. Uh, so then I had to like uh, get myself. If you look, watch the video. I don't get up at all because the video doesn't go long enough for me to finally go. Oh my god, I gotta get up off this ground. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then, the, and then the other part is, I tried. I, I was like, let me go to the truck and at least put my phone and all. All of that stuff is all over the ground now. So you gotta go look so for I that. So I gotta stuff. go look for it because, uh, like, the key fob to the truck. Yep. Is like halfway across the lawn. I had to get a flashlight out and go look for it. Jesus, dude, what the, what, what's going on with I, you? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. See, th- I, but this adds up to what I'm talking about with that uh, with that uh, denial thing. Yeah, you know, it's like you you not only can't believe you fell, but then you can't even you can't be- one you don't even believe you're hurt. Like at first right. you say I'm not hurt, I'm fine. Oh yeah, it's bleeding. I'm fine. I didn't just uh, I didn't just crack a pelvis. I'm not bleeding from the head. None of those things. And then to have to go on a scavenger hunt over yeah. that, you're still in deniability. You're still in the deniability because you can't yeah. like I'm I'm sure I can find all these things. Yeah, and I'm it, sure I'll be able to get to work. And I did find those things, and uh, I didn't make it to work on time. Uh, but I was like super nervous then driving here because. If it's that icy in my own walkway, right. what's it like out on the street? Uh, but they did a very good job uh, salting the roads. So uh, here this morning mm-hmm. uh, at the radio station, for those of you who have ever been here, you know that there is a wooden walkway, like a decking, that uh, leads yeah. to the parking lot. I was going to say something about this, but go ahead. Well, I'm going to yeah. say something about it right now. Yeah. Uh, they put uh, those, uh, <laughs> those, those, uh, those thick... Little yeah. uh, stairway grip well, things. Well, let's let's paint the picture though. What it looked like beforehand. Beforehand, it was like a painted deck. It was just painted, uh, painted and, gray, painted gray, but like a high gloss paint for some reason, which so makes it, which makes it almost like the uh, the Sear Arena when you come to work. Right, but now, now that it's icy, yeah. they also have like the black carpet, which is. Yeah. Which goes down the length of this thing. Now, uh, I don't know about you, but that was also quite slippery. It didn't well, grip the way it was supposed to. Well, you just, but you go side to side rather than you know forward and back. So as I'm walking in here, only 15 minutes ago, right? Uh, I'm walking. I'm like, they they did, must have did this yesterday, because this wasn't here yesterday. And I'm thinking, okay, I see what they're trying to do. Like this is good for the steps. But this is not good for the runway. No. Because the water was pooling up on top of it, which means that when it does actually freeze, like when we, like uh, in another month or so, when we get those negative 10 degree wind chills, it's all ice. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be Disney on ice. My thought is what's going to happen when it snows and we have to shovel that walkway? Well, uh, that don't confront me. No, I know because no one no one shovels before we get here. But right. you know we trudge through the snow. Right. But you know when business actually happens, how are they going to shovel around that thing? Well, see that's not of our concern. <laughs> it's our concern is getting in here. That's all we need to be concerned with. And yeah, at I've, least I've, if there's snow outside, that'll help you. It'll you know, 
packed down on the ice yeah. on that runway thing. Well, I'm glad you're not uh, seriously hurt. I mean, I'm not seriously hurt, but my back is killing me now. Yeah. Like the bottom, uh, the left bottom corner, where I landed. On your on your buttocks. It's like the buttock where the buttock on my coccyx. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's exactly where it is. It's well, not. The, well, the coccyx is is uh, like right down below. Yeah. Uh, you know, b- between the legs, but behind the business. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, where your, uh, you know, yeah. your, your taint is. Okay, that's not my coccyx then. No, it's, uh, this is the bone. Like I don't, I'm not a doctor. It's the one like where your kidney would be. Oh yeah, well you know, uh, and then I'm, just below that. I don't know anybody who's ever ruptured a kidney because of a fall. No, no, it's below that. Okay, good. Gross. Do you want me to take pictures so we can post that? So if you know, there's any like uh, you know. Uh, you know, medical experts could give you a diagnosis on Facebook. Uh, no. You sure you don't want to do that? I'm sh- I'm very sure I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that with you, Steve. I'm just doing it for the purposes of uh, benefiting the show. I'm not looking to humiliate you or, you know, embarrass you. That's not uh, it's not my way. Yeah, it is. Uh, but the 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 candy coated shell uh, of the of the vehicle that I had this morning too. Oh, is that also frozen up? Yeah, it was like the whole truck was just, it was like a shell over the top of it. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, uh, I wish there was uh, chocolate underneath this candy because uh, it would taste better. I uh, I, ha- I had my starter going uh, when I went out there. And, and uh, you know, I got some gravel on my driveway. Yeah. Or on part of my driveway, I should say. And so I was able to, uh, to walk out there without slipping. I didn't notice yeah. any real slippage, anything uh, slippery until I got here. Yeah. And that's when I noticed, hey, it's slippery out here. Yeah, it's uh, it's deceiving because it just looks wet. But it ain't wet. It ain't wet. It's, it's slippery. It's very, uh, very icy. All right, so now if you people are going out and driving to, like, work or uh, walking to your car, take it easy. Don't get too rambunctious. Yeah. Don't don't be a nagel. The uh, the roads were pretty, uh, were pretty good. Oh, and then that was the other thing. I come down Homestead Avenue because I usually... That's how I come to work. I come uh, Route 202 uh, past the Seven Bs, by the way. Right. Uh, and over through Hampton Ponds and then over the mountain and then come down to Holyoke and get on the get on 91 by the the mall there. Sure. Well, I get all the way up to that Amazon facility on, uh, on Homestead Avenue. Yeah. There's a tractor trailer stuck across the road. Even that guy wasn't paying. Uh, he wasn't no. being careful. No, and then there's a cop there, and then you can't go that way. So I had to go all the way back up to where the soldiers' home was to get on 91. Oh, for crying out loud! And then come back this way. You know, this whole morning is nothing but inconvenience for you. It is, you know, uh, this every morning is an inconvenience. Yeah, but but in particular today, every day, this one, yes, yeah, particularly and then, today. And I'm just like, wh- why, God? Why? Why must you? Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's forsaken you. I think yes. if you had gone to a hospital in an ambulance, that then you have a better uh, you'd have a better argument for forsakenness. God's like the ultimate prankster to me. Yeah, like, right. I made you slip on the ice. Die, I made you hurt yourself uh, in that accident last year with the tractor. You know, I believe. Die, I took your wife away. <laughs> oh, he, he's a jokester. <laughs> that was he? a prank. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. I gotta believe he's seen the video time and time again now. And uh, uh, and he keeps laughing every single time. Oh, uh, they're all watching it up in uh, up there. Think you should post it. That's you know. Listen, you even, do what you want to do. I think it's something worth posting. Even Ted Bundy's laughing up there. Right? I don't think Ted Bundy's really up there. I think he maybe 
He may be in other places, if anywhere at all. Oh, people can redeem themselves. Yeah, but I don't think that guy did. Yeah, I thought that was the whole mantra of the Catholic Church. You can redeem yourself no matter what you did. Yeah, but there are certain things that uh, you know, I don't. Uh, you got to the, the penance is just too much. Hey, the Pope's making adultery okay. Well, <laughs> couldn't he make uh, murder? He's not and, making uh, it all. He's not, and... he's not saying adultery is okay. He's just saying it ain't so bad after all. That's but that's still saying it's okay in a way. He's not giving you a you know you know like like, like keys to the car and say hey turn this one over for a while. Yeah, He's not doing that. He's just saying listen to all the bad things you could do. That's the least of the bad stuff. Here's your hall pass for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Coveting your neighbor's wife isn't so bad after all. Well, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna oh, muddle goodness. through this show. Uh, today and we'll even play a best of Hollywood trash later on. Oh, just, good! Just as a Christmas treat. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. It's six twenty-three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. I make a look. Cash dot com. It's six twenty-six with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. It's gonna be uh, rainy this morning and uh, actually black ice pretty much everywhere. So be careful while you're driving out there. A lot of schools and stuff are uh, on a two-hour delay. It's gonna be a high of forty-two though for the rest of the day. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 32. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, oh, do you want to laugh now? Well, I mean, we could do that, or if you got something to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to laugh. I got nothing to say, but ouch. So let's laugh. Tell me, tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor on Rock 102. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. All right, uh, so this kid and his dad sitting in a park, right? Right. And the uh, the kid says uh, to the dad, Dad, what is dark humor? Right. Okay. And then the dad says, well, okay, son, you see that guy with no hands right there? Go tell him to grab the hair of that bald guy standing near the river, right? <laughs> and the kid okay. says, but, Dad, I'm blind. And the dad goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark humor for you, kid. There you go. You white little bastard. Booyah! Bax and O'Brien on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Hey, Carla and Talia and Nico. Introducing the all-electric SUV, the Volkswagen ID.4 EV, with advanced technology features like Hello ID voice command, intuitive sit-to-start, and more standard horsepower than most SUVs on the market, all while getting a 260-mile range and three years complimentary charging. It's no wonder why the ID.4 won the 2021 World Car of the Year. Are you ready to go electric? Visit us at NorthamptonVW.com or come see us. Northampton Volkswagen. You're gonna love it here. See dealer for details. This necklace has a story. This ring has a story too. Some jewelry just becomes more beautiful with age. There's quite a collection of estate jewelry at Hanoush Jewelers in the Hampshire Mall in Hadley. Hundreds of pieces, each with a story all its own. Fall in love with an antique necklace or pendant, earrings, or a ring. And the story continues. This big and beautiful collection of estate jewelry is part of the big, beautiful moving sale at the Hanoush Jewelers Store in the Hampshire Mall in Hadley. It's time to schedule a checkup for your tires, batteries, and antifreeze to get ready for winter. Fairview Service can handle it all. Fairview Service in Chicopee. FairviewServiceChicopee.com. Synthetic oil change, only $41. Gift certificates make great stocking stuffers. 
The holidays are here and there's only one place to make your dinner easy. That's Atkins Farms. Atkins features certified Angus beef, turkeys, and the freshest seafood around. Fresh and local produce, too. Top off your holiday dinner with Atkins' own pies and cakes from our bakery department. Got questions? Just ask. Atkins has holiday platters, unique gifts, and holiday beer and wine baskets. Happy holidays from Atkins Farms at the corner of Route 116 and Bay Road in South Amherst online at atkinsfarms.com. The Connecticut Lottery and Play Sugar House Sportsbook have even more places to bet on your favorite sports. Visit Bobby V's in Windsor Locks and Stamford, Sports Haven in New Haven, or Winners in Hartford, Manchester, New Britain, Torrington, Waterbury, and Milford. Our wagering kiosks offer tons of sports betting options, from props to parlays, and even live in-game wagers. Learn more at PlaySugarHouse.com. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 6.30 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, we got uh, quite the events going on here this morning. So Homestead Avenue in Holyoke, that's all backed up because there's a tractor trailer blocking uh, the blocking the road near the Amazon uh, thing, yeah, the Amazon facility. That's one of the things that ruined your morning. And then I'm just reading this one about Route 47 in South Hadley is closed following a crash. Uh, I don't know when that was. It would be nice if they... Yeah. I, you know, here is... Okay, they have the banner on 22. Breaking news, traffic, section of Route 47 in ha- South Hadley closed following a crash. You click on the link, and it brings you right back to the front page. There's no story with it. There's no. There's not even like, hey, it's closed from this street to this street. Um, I, I can't stand this. This is ridiculous. I, yeah, I'm, already, they, I'm already disheveled this morning. Steve, just take a breath. In with the good, out with the bad. Just take a breath, you know, uh, recombobulate yourself. Uh, and you don't let uh, you know the f- shortcomings of 22 News or Western Mass News or Mass Live get to you. It's breaking news. They don't even have people in the building yet. People haven't even shown up to work yet at 22 News. So they're, you know, they're, or they're setting somebody out now. There's nothing to tell you other than... Section of Route 47 in South Hadley closed following a crash. Now, I've done the very same thing. I clicked on that banner, and it brought me right back to the front page. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, but they do have details on this. It's an icky and cold morning out there with freezing rain around the area. They got that right. (gasps) Really? Tell me more about what you know. Uh, Give yourself an extra minute or two to scrape off your car. The ice layer on cars... Uh, this morning isn't bad, but it's enough where you might need to scrape or at least give the other car an extra couple of minutes to warm up. Uh, outside, the roads are wet to take normal precautions you would when driving in the rain. The freezing rain isn't really sticking to the roads, so you don't have to worry about black ice. Mm. It's a little foggy out, so be aware that visibility may be impacted. Uh, but what's going on on Route 47 in South Hadley? I have no idea. It's a mystery. You know, you also might want to give yourself a few extra minutes to get yourself off the ground and to find the stuff you threw all over the ground, uh, your key fob, your phone, uh, what have you. I'm still, like, uh, I'm still, like, discombobulated from that whole thing. Are you feeling any uh, ex- uh, any dizziness? Any uh, confusion? Feeling- uh, are you slurring words? Well, that's only because I smoked a big fat joint on the way here. 
but yeah. Uh, no, how many how no, many no. fingers am I holding up? Uh, six. Nope, nope. I'm only oh, holding up just two. Two. I'm sorry. Uh, can you can you see which one I'm holding yeah, up? I see which one you're holding up. I just want to make sure you can see that because oh. you know those are the those are the early signs of a traumatic brain injury, and I don't. I want to make sure that you're uh, not going to be among those people suffering from. Uh, such a debilitating condition. Oh, hey, 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 you want a cone zone alert? Sure. Because it just got updated. You ready? I'm ready. A section of Route 47 in South Hadley is closed to a crash this morning. A South Hadley police dispatcher confirmed the road is shut down from the center of South Hadley to Pearl Street because of the accident. Yay! There you go. You get the information you were looking for. Oh, we called the dispatcher. Hmm. Well, it, you know what happened? Uh, nobody was in the office until 6 at 22. <laughs> But yeah. now they're now meanwhile, they're now Ted, they're you know they're coming in. Meanwhile, Tedimer's uh, yelling at the yelling at the kid. Uh, hey, call, call the South Hadley police and find out what's going on, on Route Forty Seven. Okay, Rich, I'll do that. You Sorry, know, I'm late. There was a lot of black ice out there. With uh, Tedimer being the dean of local news, yeah, you know the longest serving uh, news anchor now. Is that true? He or is. is you no, know, it is true. It's absolutely true. He's the dean of Springfield News. But that that guy can call the shots right there from the desk. You could tell, uh, you know, some, you know, production hack. You call the call the uh, the state police. You get me a coffee. Yeah. You uh, make sure no one's in the bathroom. So in between a break, I got clear access. I don't think Rich is that kind of guy, but we don't know he's not. We don't know him all that well. Yeah. I mean, we know him well, but not too well. I, for all the people that have worked with Rich Tedimer, uh, you know, personally, they say he's a very nice man. I've met, I've, I've run into him all the time out in Westfield. That's he's, what I was doing in Westfield. He always seems nervous when he meets me. I don't know why. Like he's like uh, like he's guarded. Like you know, like yeah, I think he's afraid of what I'm going to say if I'm going to embarrass him or something and I would never do that. I have he, too way too much respect for Tenemer. Well, he maybe he just doesn't want to talk to you. Maybe he, but he, that's his nice way of saying. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't really want to consider that possibility too. Uh, Holyoke police officers will hold a remembrance ceremony for Officer John DiNapoli. Uh, Members of the Holyoke Police Department Honor Guard will deliver John's wreath to his memorial and observe a moment of silence to honor his sacrifice. The ceremony will begin at 9 a.m. Wednesday morning. DiNapoli was killed in the line of duty 22 years ago. 22 age, years isn't ago. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. At the age of uh, 51, he was fatally shot while following a suspect in an unmarked cruiser. It is weird how, like, time goes by. And you just and then when you put it in perspective like that, mm -hmm. uh, well, that's that's why Steve Miller put it that way. The time keeps on ticking, 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 into the future. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into, into the, the future. future. Uh, you know what? We don't. Uh, we had the repeat of all the songs yesterday. We probably don't need to sing any of the songs <laughs> that we do. Listen, I'm going to put a hundred hours on the table right now that we are not going to play Lola. By the Kinks, anytime today. Why not? It's a great song. I like it. I love the Kinks, but I'm just saying we're not going to be playing that this morning. Oh, uh, 22's got an update on that uh, school board meeting uh, punch that happened last week. Yes, which is really not an update. It's just the actual story. It's not breaking news. A uh, school board meeting grew tense in Glastonbury last week with a board member taking a punch to the face. A video was taken by another attendee shows the pair arguing with heckling from others, and it boils over. The board member fell to the floor. Things uh, This all over changes to the school's mascot. Uh, the board voted earlier this year to retire the Tomahawk moniker. I did find out some more information about this. There's an old guy in the video who, uh, he's, the, he's the school board guy. All right. Right? And he's, uh, like, all of a sudden, he 
puts his hands on this other guy, and then the other guy just pushes him down to the ground. Like, right. Knocks him down to the ground. I mean, did he, did he actually take a swing at him? I, I think he did. I think there was a swing involved, but uh, I think he – I don't think he – he did take a punch to the face. Yeah. He did. He took a punch to the face. But the guy put his hands on him. So, you know, you're talking about like a self-defense uh, kind of mode there because most of the people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you put the, an old man on the ground like that. Listen, Listen, if you start touching somebody and they hit you back, that's kind of like okay for them to do. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, at the 22 story here. Yeah, and uh, try and, and so now they're showing the video. Oh yeah, oh oh, he slugged him good. Yeah, right there in the in the in the, in the puss. Yeah, so then the uh, the old man was like, uh, I think he wanted he wanted the the name back. Yeah, right. The tomahawks or whatever 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 the the name of the Glastonbury uh, kids were. Yeah, but he man, it that yeah, I would never throw a punch at an old man. One, you don't know what kind of anger has built up in that guy's entire life. I've seen a lot of old men who, uh, who who can take a punch, but they will throw it right back at you. Um, I wouldn't be so cocky in a uh, in a school committee meeting but, slugging people left and right. But see, here's the thing, Bax. Uh, you've never been in a situation where you've needed to punch an old person. You don't, you don't know, know that. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. You, you don't know what I do when I leave here. Well, I'm saying you haven't been in that situation. You know, you can say I'd never hit a hit a hit a old person. Oh, I don't know, Steve. Uh, there have been a couple of times when I've been confronted mm-hmm. in very difficult situations, and a guy took a swing, and I'm like, "Bruh, what up? You want to? You is it go time? Yeah, you didn't say you that. You want to? You want to? You want a piece of me? So Let's take this out to the parking lot. Uh, you're so full of it. What are you talking about? You didn't do that. I don't. You don't know. Yeah, you didn't do that. I got my ass kicked in a bar fight years ago. Did you? I did. You got your ass kicked? I was like 19 years old. I was with my brother, Mm -hmm. clearly underage, at this bar in New Jersey. Right. And uh, we had done this, uh, let's go drinking all day at a St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, that's great. You know, going from house to house party. Yeah, uh, with your brother. That's nice. With my brother, yeah. You know, uh, when we do uh, dysfunctional family fun, we do it together, you know. And uh, I was pretty drunk by, uh, you know, 11 o'clock at night now. Sure. And uh, I walked up to this girl in a bar, and I started talking to her, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, this guy goes, hey, man, why are you talking to my girlfriend? And I'm like, I wasn't talking to your psh, psh, psh. I didn't even, I didn't even get the <laughs> you say. Didn't, you didn't finish the I didn't, sentence? I couldn't, even, I couldn't even get the words out. I wasn't talking. I wasn't, like, doing anything wrong. Right. He, uh, he just started punching the crap out of me, and then there was blood running down my face, and my shirt was ripped. Wow! And then I uh, and I went outside to where my brother was with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, "What the hell happened to you?" you know, happened to you? It was more like that. <laughs> and I said, "Where's the guy?" And there he kicked my ass. Which one is he? And then I pointed out to them, and then he goes and starts tries to fight with him. He yeah. starts punching the guy. Yeah. And then a bouncer breaks the whole thing up. And then all of a sudden, this guy's buying us drinks. I never, I never knew what happened. You know, they always say that uh, in a bully situation, yeah, if you confront the bully, yeah, he backs down, and all of a sudden, now you have common ground. I've heard that time and time again. You know, where like a bully situation, you know, you know guys, you know, you're pushing you on the bus, and he's, you know, flicking your nose, and he's stepping on your feet and knocking your school bag down. Next thing you know, you confront them, and you say, "Bruh." I'm going to take this outside? Yeah. Is it go time? 
And the next thing you know, you're like best of friends. Yeah, that's true. One time I got in a fight with a kid on the bus. He uh, over a seat. It was over the back seat. Everybody wanted the back seat. Well, everybody likes right? that back seat. Uh, and I wouldn't give it up to him. So then, uh, you know, he started throwing punches. I started throwing punches. And it was basically like a mutual uh, fight thing. Sure. But then he's going around uh, telling everybody that he kicked my ass. Mm. But, of course, there's other people on the bus who are like, no, no, that's not what happened. Like, you know, it was a pretty even, uh, you know, couple of fist punches here. And sure. And then uh, some guy, some older guy uh, that was a friend of my dad's uh, told me uh, the way to deal with this guy is to go up to him, shake his hand, and say, look, uh, you know, I hope we can uh, move on from this. If you ever need somebody to talk to, I have a great number for a therapist, or a number for a great therapist. Yeah, that works. Sure. I did. And, and it worked? And the kid was like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Come that. on. That actually uh, yeah, works? Yeah, it did work. It worked. There's no way that works. Well, if a he guy was wants kind to... of an idiot anyway. Well, so really obviously. Didn't... But if, yeah. you know, if, if a dude is looking to kick your ass and says, yeah. bro, you, does it go time? Yeah. You want to go outside? It's go time. Negotiating a therapist appointment is not usually no, no, no. the this, way to this go. This wasn't in the heat of the moment of the fight. This was afterwards. Oh, okay. I th I thought yeah. it was like no, one no, of those no, things no, where no, he was no, like no, right no. in your, like like he was puffing up on you. No, no, no. And this all of a sudden was... you're talking about you know how much it's going to cost him in a copay. No, because it was like this uncomfortable. Uh, you have to see this person every day uh, thing afterwards, right. and uh, that's what he told me to do, and that worked. See, I we used never to... bothered each other ever again. When I was uh, second, third, uh, second grade, I was like a, I was like the new kid in school. We had just moved from Attleboro to to Rehoboth, and there was this one kid uh, that would uh, that would uh, beat the crap out of me like every single day. But then you know one day, uh, you know, I took a slug at him, right. you know, because I said, "Well, that's I'm not going to be this guy's punching bag." And I yeah. you know hit him in the you know the side of the head, and you know hit him in the gut. Next thing you know, he's invited me over to his house to play with his toys. Really? I swear to God. Well, that's a very c cool thing. Did yes. He, did he have cool toys? Actually, he did have cool yeah. toys. Now that I think about it, yeah. Well, if you think about it. Every other, every other kids always have cool toys, only because you don't have that. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can go over to somebody's house and they have the exact same things you do. It's no big deal. But it's like, well, I want to go to his house. And it really wasn't about being their friend. It was about playing with their toys. Yeah, that was it, man. Because uh, there was a, there was a kid that lived up the street from me when I was a kid. Uh, Stephen Carl. Stephen Carl had all of the He-Man. All of the He-Man. No kidding. I only had a He-Man, and I had Man-at-Arms and Manny Faces. That's it. And that's all. That's all you had. Yeah. But this guy had, had the whole collection. He had the Castle Grayskull. He had Snake Mountain. He had Snake Mountain would had the little microphone on it too. Sure. Right. You could talk to him, and you're like, ah, that, that, I'm Skeletor. Ah, you know. You yeah. Could, right. Talking to the and you could scare the other dolls. They would oh, really yeah, get scared bad. with that. Sure, but he had it all, and the only re and he was not really a personable kid, like he was really bad social skills. Yeah, right. Horrible for a five and six year old, well, he's seven year old, yeah, whatever right. it was. Uh, but he, I would go over his house just to play with the He Man stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I got to tell you, that's, it is that, pretty that, that cool. Is, that is pretty neat. <laughs> but this kid was uh, you know kicking my ass all the time, and it was like at the time it was like a four room schoolhouse. Yeah, you know it was like a. <laughs> There were 17 kids in that class, and only five of them were boys. Uh, and I was the new kid, so I apparently needed to be taught a lesson. And uh, and so I did until I confronted him, 
Yeah. And then, because, you know, he would always beat uh, beat the crap out of me in front of girls, which is so humiliating. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Second grade. Not like I was trying to pick up girls that it's second grade. I really didn't no. have much game back then. But it's like, yeah, yeah. humiliating. But, uh, yeah, no, dude, we went over there, and uh, he had a great set of great set of toys. Yeah, like I, that's, I, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, like uh, these other kids had better toys than I did. Like, I was almost happy to go over there because, like, I mean, I had my share of good toys, but, you know, his were, were, were pretty good, too. He had some things that I didn't have. And then when we uh, when we moved, uh, there, I befriended these two rich kids who had everything. Oh, yeah. So it was like going over their house. It was like walking into an FAO Schwartz. Oh, you're know, right. They had, right. like, every – I never understood that. People, these people who buy their kids, like, everything – in the world, I don't. I don't want to sound uh, like I was spoiled, but I was the first grandkid on both sides of the family. Yeah. So I got a lot of stuff. I mean, I really did. Yeah, I'm and sure I, you did. And but... I abused it all. I really did. I mean, I didn't. I didn't take good care of my Lincoln Logs. I think I didn't take good care of my uh, my Tinker Toys. You didn't take care of your logs, Bex. Not until I got to, into high school. Yeah, that's then what I, I'm then, talking then, about. Then I buffed that thing up every day. You're. Uh... Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Look for the black and white can now at every Big Y Express. It's going to be uh, rainy this morning with some uh, areas of black ice, so be very careful driving out there this morning or even. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pet food roundup underway. Donate to local animal shelters. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but I think we here in Springfield have gotten a little spoiled. Over the last year, we've had two Basketball Hall of Fame induction ceremonies with some of the biggest names in basketball. Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Those are thrilling and exciting players who fully deserve to enjoy the many spoils of Hall of Fame enshrinement. Those were two exciting classes of Hall of Fame inductees. Unfortunately, not every year is going to have the same pizzazz or the same Hollywood-style explosiveness you get when some of those other guys got in. And unfortunately, this might just be one of those years. Yesterday, the Basketball Hall of Fame announced their list of nominees for enshrinement not that there's anything wrong with this list, but if you're waiting for somebody like Shaquille O'Neal or Michael Jordan or Larry Bird, then perhaps this isn't really your year. Headlining this year's uh, list of nominees is former All-Star Manu Ginobili of the San Antonio Spurs. See what I mean? Great player, loads of skills, but not exactly the sort of name that leaps right out at you and says, where can I get my tickets? Also on the list include Chauncey Billups, Muggsy Bogues, George Carl, Bob Huggins, Tim Hardaway, and several others. All deserving, I suppose, but honestly, is any one of us sitting here bursting with excitement over these guys? Me neither. Of course, it's hardly the Hall of Fame's fault. You can only nominate those that qualify in a particular year, and right now, those are the ones that qualify for next year. I mean, Springfield will still pick up after themselves and look real nice. We'll still going to behave ourselves like we normally do but the truth is better induction classes are on the way certainly had some boring classes in the past but we've also had some incoming cat incoming classes that blew everybody away figuratively speaking so while i'm not totally dismissing or dissing manu ginobili in any way or his qualifications magic johnson he is not and sometimes that'll just have to do
But hey, an MMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know whenever I see a, a crew taking down a tree, I notice their chainsaws are almost always orange and white. Steel chainsaws are the benchmark chainsaws. They're fantastic. They're steel trains experts at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. For steel saws and repairs, information, and advice, you want to get yourself to Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 710. And Bruce Springsteen at Rock 102. It is going to be uh, rainy this morning with some black ice uh, mixing in throughout the area there. There you go. There you go. And uh, and uh, so just be careful because uh, I slipped and nearly broke my butt this morning you know, leaving my house. Matter of fact, I just posted the video. You did? I did. I got to share that. No, yeah, no, I'm doing really it. Don't I'm doing it. it. No, I do because yeah. it's like uh, it's it's uh, it's it's so important for people to see. Because yeah, honestly, uh, I don't think people realize how slippery it is. I'm watching it again. Okay, here, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, wow, walking out the door. And the one person that I thought would laugh at me said, "Okay, that is by not uh, any means funny. That's true. It's not funny because it hurt." A lot. No, actually, you, when you're down on the ground, you got your yeah. you got your hand behind your back, very yeah. uh, Peter Griffin style, yeah. and you can almost well, you can't really hear it. You can almost sense that's going. Yeah. You're saying, I got this bruise. I got this bruise on the on my back. Can now. I see it? No, you can't see. Come it. on. No. Come on. You want to see it? Yeah, I want to no. see it. I'll show you. All right, ready? Yeah. I'll yeah. show you my butt crack right there. You see it? Oh yeah, See that's right that's, that's, that's that's gonna that's gonna that's be nasty. with you for a while. That's gonna stay there for. That's a while. gonna be all the different colors of the rainbow. Oh, damn it! Well, you know what? It's it's it. This again, with, without the visual aids of uh, of this video, people are not gonna understand how slippery it is. You're actually providing a uh, a public service. A public service. Yes. Yes. For people to laugh at me. No, Steve. It's not about laughter. It's not about <laughs> making fun of you. It's to say, listen, you pay attention to the ice. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's uh, you know, so and I got that kind of deck right there with those steps, are those that uh, what do they call that stuff? It's not wood. It's like yeah, uh, like a composite. Composite. Oh, oh man, I I keep looking at it. Uh, I just put it in a, in like a slow motion. Slow motion, and I went full screen with it. Oh yeah. man, it it oh oh. See, both of my feet come out from under me. Yeah, both of them. Oh yeah, totally ass over tea kettle. And I and I'm actually lucky my head didn't hit the staircase. Yes, you could have you could have really uh, you could have really damaged your squash on that one. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that hurts. That hurt big time. So uh, hey, look at all the likes I'm getting on this. Good thing you told me to put it up. I'm telling you, Steve, you want, this thing is going to go viral. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say something. And uh, you know, I uh, shame on me. Shame, shame, shame on me for uh, for 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 ordering gifts around the holidays for the people I care about. You know, for like the last yeah. couple of years, uh, I have ordered things online and expected that they would be here before Christmas. Now, uh, last uh, like last year or the year before, I ordered something for my uh, for my daughter. Uh, Liza. She happens to be a huge fan of Danny DeVito. Ooh, Danny DeVito. She loves uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Great yeah. show, right? Yeah. Hilarious. She's a big fan of Danny DeVito. Okay. I find online, and this is a, it, it, for 10 bucks, only yeah. 10 bucks, a Danny DeVito 
coloring book. I thought, man, what a great gift that is for any Danny DeVito fan. So I order it, right? It never arrived. It never arrived to the yeah. point where uh, yeah, I couldn't uh, contact the seller of this. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get a refund from Amazon. I got nothing. I lost. I was out ten bucks and never got that. Uh, never got that coloring book. Never got the coloring. Book. Never got the coloring book. Uh huh. So years before that, I ordered a, a symbol for my uh, for my drum set. Right. Well, like a like a like some sort of like an at sign or an exclamation point. No, no, not that not that kind of symbol. Like an actual symbol. Like you oh, hit it with a drumstick oh, okay. and it makes lots yeah, of noise yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know the. You're it, about. it 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 uh, it said when I ordered it that it would be there like on December twentieth, like several days before Christmas. It was a Christmas gift to myself, right? Yeah. Now, had it been a Christmas gift for somebody else, they would have been upset to know that it wouldn't arrive for the thirty days after Christmas. 30 days. Yes, which is like, okay, when you're when yeah. you're buying something online and they tell you it should arrive by this date and yeah. it doesn't arrive, well, here I am again. I ordered something not on Amazon, but directly from another website. And uh, what day is Christmas? Uh, Saturday. And what day am I going on vacation? Uh, Thursday. That's tomorrow, right? Yeah. This thing is telling me. That uh, one package that yeah. I am uh, waiting for, the, the final package that I am waiting for, will not arrive until Friday, December 24th at 9 p.m. Okay. I have my packages delivered here. What is the end of business here at Rock 102? Uh, 5 p.m.? I don't and mean to be... I don't probably be, earlier yeah, that day. It'll be an early day. I'm not trying to uh, barrage you with questions. I'm just you know trying to. I'm asking to prove a point. These are all rhetorical, of course. Actually, we are closed Friday because the entire office is. Closed That's right. There. Yeah. That's right. So guess what's not going to get uh, in my hands on uh, on Christmas Eve? Well, do they leave it outside the door? Can't you just come pick it up when it no, gets here? No, they don't. They if if they can't get in the building and they yeah. know it's a business. They take it with them and they re they 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 re deliver it. So why don't you just sit here all day and wait for it on uh, Christmas Eve? Bring the family down. You guys can have eggnog in the conference room. Well, uh, it all it all sounds like a great idea, but thing is, I've got other plans for Christmas Eve. Well, you got to change those plans. This gift is important. No, guys. it is it is important. I yeah. I I, uh, I will grant you that. Yeah. But I'm going to have to tell my wife. Listen, of of uh, all, of the scant few gifts you're getting this year. Uh, one will be arriving a little bit late. What uh, can't you call Amazon and say? It's not. It wasn't an Amazon purchase. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And this yeah, is coming USPS. And you would think they would know how to you know deliver a package. This thing apparently uh, left Louisville on the 21st. That was yesterday. Yeah. I would think that in today's uh, you know highly competitive. Package delivering universe, it would be here by today. Well, you could get lucky, and it could show up either. To, if that's the, is that the expected time? Expected delivery Friday twenty fourth by nine p.m. Yeah, you might get it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not getting it tomorrow. How do you know? Because they're deluged with packages and gifts and bags and things like that, and all the junk mail and all that. Well, there really is no junk mail. It's all you know. It's all real good mail. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. coming, and coming. And coming. Right. And there's Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh, my God. But what I'm finding is I'm getting burned on this all the time. Yeah. Every single year I'm getting burned on at least one thing. 
expecting that something is going to come uh, in, in time for Christmas. And, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, this isn't a real expensive gift. And this isn't like the only gift I'm, uh, I'm, I'm putting in here. But it's like, okay, you know, I have expectations. I paid for uh, additional shipping. And yet, uh, here we are. Boom. I got nothing. You got absolutely nothing. I got, I'm getting stiffed by the United uh, Postal Service. But you know what? Uh, how uh, you shouldn't rely on shipping anyway for any of this stuff. Steve, around Unless the holidays. physically go to a store and get something like that. <sighs> Who's going to do that? In a these, lot of people. In these days. Well, I, this gift is uh, personalized. So it was. you can't go to a store and get this gift. This is a special gift. What I'm saying is, uh, you know, in today's world where everything is done online, you got to think that if they tell you when you buy it, it's going to arrive by a certain time, yeah. that the very least they could do is ensure that it arrives by a certain time. I should have gotten this a week ago. Well, yeah, but... Have you not uh, picked up a newspaper or turned on the TV? To, yeah, no, I've about read supply chains, sure, and workers, but but, and, li- and lack of people. But to that's deliver for these other things. people to worry about. That we're talking about me here. Yeah, okay. Uh, your uh, uh, wacky waving arm flailing inflatable guy that you ordered for uh, the missus, yeah, is not going to be here in time, and you should have ordered that six months ago. It's terrible because you really wanted one of those things. When did you? Uh, when did you? Uh, this gift three when, weeks ago. You deci- When did you decide that this was the gift that you wanted to get her? Like right after Thanksgiving. Okay, see that's the issue. You should have thought about this six months ago. What am I gonna? They were telling everybody back in August. Hey, you better start doing your Christmas shopping now because there's gonna be all these issues and uh, people aren't gonna get packages on. Well, time. I'm not so selfish that I think everything applies to me. So. Uh... You know, I'm thinking I could do what I normally do and everything's going to be right as rain. But here we are. It's uh, the 22nd and I'm looking uh, I'm looking at a gift not arriving and no one here to uh, to receive it. Uh, well, so again. I'm I'm thinking maybe what I could do is convince you know one of the ladies upstairs uh, that uh, maybe they should stick around until <clears throat> Christmas Eve at nine o'clock for my particular package. Well, Pat Kelly could stay here. He ain't doing nothing. Uh, no, I think even he's going to spend some time with his family. I don't think so. I'm actually sure the family wants to spend time with him. That's exactly what I'm getting at. But the idea, but you know, he's doing at the very least. He's only doing doing his show until what time is he done? Seven o'clock. Yeah, seven o'clock. You, you know him. He'll be, he'll be out the door at six fifty nine. Well, and he's uh, not and he's not going to go out of his way to wait around for my package and then deliver it to my house. I would uh, I would feel bad for you, uh, but you were forewarned that the holiday shipping season would be interrupted by many different factors, uh, I, including labor shortages uh-huh. and supply issues. Yeah. Well, again, I, I, I think I need to reiterate this. I'm not so selfish to believe that every news story is going to wind up affecting me. <clears throat> you don't think so? <laughs> no. Should. Yes. Well, uh, if you are a consumer and those are the people who said they were going to be affected, then you, in fact, are being affected by this. And, uh, you know, that that, uh, tractor trailer that was stuck this morning up on Homestead Avenue in front of the Amazon facility doesn't help any. 
That's probably delaying your stuff, too. Yeah, but again, not an Amazon purchase. I know, but they're probably using the same truck. Ah, Jesus. This is getting bad uh, yeah. to worse. I don't know. But, you know, it's not just this year. This has happened before, and that's the thing that's so frustrating. It's like, you know, you have expectations of all the gifts that everyone's going to receive. You know, like, for example, with that Danny DeVito coloring book, which yeah. was, which seemed like a great gift. You know, my kids were getting like a like a like a like a fun gift, but then they were also getting a big gift. And uh, you know, everybody got the fun gift and the big gift, except Liza, who just got the big gift. Now, what's a kid supposed to think that uh, you know, dad doesn't love me enough because no. I didn't get a Danny DeVito coloring book? You just tell your kids that there was shipping issues, and your father's an idiot for not ordering stuff ahead of time. <laughs> he didn't do it. Well. You just got to admit you're wrong sometimes, that's all. Steve. What? Who's wrong here? You. No. Yes. No. Yes. The website was wrong. Oh, the website. You can't trust a website. The postal service is wrong. You're driving behind somebody and they turn their blinker on. Do you really trust that they're going to go that direction? Never. But that doesn't make me wrong. Right. That's not my fault. That's him for not knowing how to turn. Well, I'm just saying, uh, you need to be more vigilant when you uh, decide what I'm going to order. Hey, I'm going to order this really uh, hot item that is probably not going to get here in time. Right. Or, you know what? I'm thinking you didn't even order it, and you're just making this excuse up. Steve, I'm uh, looking at the USPS.com yeah. tracking website. And uh, with the tracking number, 9400-132-156-7555-9732-4658. And that's telling me Friday the 24th at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. I'm not even going to be... I'm not gonna be anywhere around this building at 9 p.m. I remember uh, I remember waiting for a gift uh, that it was like the Christmas. Uh, you'd be... The Christmas before my wife passed away, right, and we were like waiting for these toys to show up, right, from from DXL. I think what what's the DHL? DHL is the name of the it's yeah. Like, it's like a D FedEx. Yeah, DHL. And this guy shows up at like four fifty nine p.m. on Christmas Eve, and I'm like, I just I feel bad for you, but the toy got there in time. Yeah, see, I would have been I would have felt bad for you had it been late. Like yeah. if, like uh, like he wasn't able to get there you know, in time. You know what we were waiting for? What a pregnant puppy. A pre like a toy pregnant puppy? Yeah, it was the I it was a uh, I can't remember the name of the the toy, but it was a puppy, and then you opened up its stomach and it had like five little puppies inside. So it littered. It littered. No kidding. Yeah, puppy surprise. I think it was my Man, puppy surprise. It was called. You should always get your toys pay, uh, spay and neutered. And uh, I was just like, well, you know what I did? I put the Hello Kitty inside the dog. Oh, that's perverse. Yeah. And then uh, I was just like, well, somebody's got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> it's seven twenty-five with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. The lights are shining bright. It's seven twenty-seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Hey, uh, man, that video is getting. Uh, I already got one hundred and eight likes on that. Already. I'm telling you, this is the people need to see this. Two hundred and twenty-nine views. Yeah, see, that's In good. In less than seventeen minutes. This is, uh, this is like great stuff going on here. Well, you, hey, my injury is the best thing to happen to this show. <laughs> Listen, there have been so many calamities over the last month on this show alone that this is just one more. This is the frosting on the cake. We're like skating the rest of the We're skating the, uh, to be, you know, not to be figuratively. 
Yeah, well, you're skating. You're uh, the only, you're the only one on, who's doing their own private ice capades. But we're you and I are both skating this. Uh, which one of us is going to get severely injured first? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. so far you're off to a good start. Well, hey, uh, if they get that uh, baker's dozen thing out of you, oh no, that's out of me. Well, that's it. It burst and it burst. Oh, it, yeah, it burst Ugh. and reabsorbed into my system. Did you feel it when it burst? Uh, yes. Did you pop it like a pimple? I did not, but apparently the searing pain is a good indication that it may have, uh, it may have burst. Um, well. But that's uh, the least of my problems. Yeah, I know. Frankly. Yeah, I get what's a What's a bum knee? That's nothing. What's a bum knee compared to waiting for a package till 9 <laughs> o'clock on Christmas Eve? That's my real problem. Oh, yeah, and my high risk of stroking out. That's the other oh, one, there, too. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's, 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 the, uh, that's the more important one. Well, I want you to light up a couple of cigarettes and you'll be fine. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Meet serial entrepreneur, business owner, and market. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. We're offering 40% off installation, plus you get a free glass shower door while supplies last. Call Yankee Home right now and tell them you heard this on Rock 102. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Traffic alert. Roadhog. Uh, section of Route 47 in South Hadley is closed due to a crash this morning. A South Hadley police dispatcher confirmed the road is shut down from the center of South Hadley to Pearl Street because of the accident. So uh, stay away from that uh, that way. That way. It's traffic is currently being rooted, diverted onto Route 116. There's no word at this time on injuries or vehicles involved, mm. but it uh, it is very slippery out there. Lots of black ice. Well, at least there was a couple hours ago when I uh, when I fell and hurt myself. I just uh, I just shared your video. Yeah. On my own personal Facebook yeah. page, people are laughing. I said it would, uh, and and my caption was. It would be wrong to make fun of Steve Nagel for falling on his ass. And yet, it is inevitable. Please add your hilarious caption below. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no one, uh, everyone's saying that it looked, it, it looks painful and no one's uh, adding anything really funny yet. But it's coming. Oh, Ew, it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming already. Right. Oh, you betcha. The Massachusetts Environmental Police uh, are asking for the public's help in uh, investigating the illegal shooting and poaching of a moose in Ludlow. According to a post on the MEP Facebook page, the moose was killed on Friday, December 17th, Within the Facing Rock Wildlife Management Area in Ludlow, if anyone has any information on the incident, you're asked to call MEP Dispatch uh, or submit information via the online web form on their website. When is when does the moose poaching sound like something you'd find in Urban Dictionary? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, that's. I don't know if I want to get into the description of what yeah, the moose no, poacher is. Yeah, I get it. Is. I get it. Uh, but yeah, uh, that does sound very dirty. It does. Moose poaching. It? We're going to spend a whole weekend moose poaching. Did you ever get your moose poached? <laughs> you do it late at night and you shine a spotlight in their eye. Sometimes when I can't fall asleep, mm. I moose poach. A uh, pedestrian was injured in a two-car accident on Northampton Street in Holyoke on Tuesday afternoon. According to the Holyoke Fire Department, crews were called to a two-car accident with a pedestrian hit on the intersection of George Street and Northampton Street around 2.30 p.m., when they arrived, the pedestrian in the accident was pinned against a stone retaining wall. Firefighters were able to move the car to free the man, and he was taken to a nearby hospital with serious injuries. The driver of one of the vehicles was also taken to the hospital for minor injuries. The intersection has since reopened. Pinned against Ugh. a retaining wall. That, uh, that's not good. Those are, uh, those are th the words uh, that don't really flow off the tongue so easily. Well, I mean, they do, but yeah. you wouldn't want to be in that position. I knew a guy that got pinned between two cars as a pedestrian. 
like two parked cars, and someone hit one parked car, and he was walking between the two cars, and he got pinned. Yeah. Had two crushed legs as a result of it. Damn. Awful. Yeah. Awful. That happened to a friend of mine in high school. He cr- he was driving in a car uh, in the passenger seat. Right. And uh, the car slipped off the road and went into a ditch, but hit the cement culvert thing you know the thing oh, that goes on it was like near it was a uh, near somebody's driveway and it right. was like that little gutter thing that goes under the end of the driveway mm-hmm. uh they hit that and the car got crushed on that side he crushed his legs like <sighs> and and the kid he was a he was a uh football player uh fr- be- my best friend you yeah. know he, and he hurts himself it took him years to recover from it. Finally, gets himself back to health. Right. Right. Gets uh gets back into playing football again for like a junior college and all that stuff. Right. And it it's like diesel. This kid's like three hundred and seventy five pounds of like it's like a freight train running down the running down the field. Sure. And uh, then he hurt his foot again. Never played ever again. Ever. No kidding. Yeah, that's eh, a tragic. That's what story. happens though. You get you get your legs crushed. Yeah. You're gonna have problems for the rest of your life after that. I knew a guy. This is a true story. Uh, he's walking out of his house one day, and it was a really icy day. Yeah, you know. And uh, he fell right in his ass on the ice, yeah. and uh, everything went akimbo. You know, all of his uh, personal belongings splayed all over the front yard. Yeah. Looked like a real douchebag. And apparently, he put that video on Facebook. I, yeah. Someone ta- talked him into it. And I don't know why he would have done something stupid well, like that. I have uh, maybe that guy has no problem with people making fun of him because he's been getting made fun of for the last. Oh, 13 years or so on this morning show. Well, I wasn't Maybe talking about anything. I wasn't talking about this radio show. I was just talking about another guy I know. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> probably about 16 years. Yeah. 16 years of mm. taking uh, taking hits left and right. I, a little slip on the ice is going to oh, hurt this well, guy. I, I can't be sure you even know the, who I'm talking about. A uh, Springfield man that pleaded guilty to armed robbery in 2018 was sentenced in Hamden Superior Court Monday. According to spokesman Jim Lydon of the Hamden District Attorney's Office, 41-year-old Gerardo Felix Martinez of Springfield was sentenced to 15 to 18 years in prison after changing his plea to guilty for the uh, charges of armed assault to murder on a person over 60 and armed robbery. On December 7th of 2018, Springfield police were called to a home on Shane Circle with an alarm going off. Inside the home, officers found a woman suffering from severe stab wounds around her neck. Police say the home alarm likely saved her life, and she was able to was able to quickly uh, be cared for at a nearby hospital where she was rushed into surgery. Felix Martinez was identified as the primary suspect in the incident. He was located a short distance away through an electronic monitoring device he was wearing due to recently being released for a case in Worcester County. Hmm. Yeah, that's the worst game of I Spy. I'm t- <laughs> yeah, that's not a good game. You know, or uh, or hide and seek. You know, if you if you got a GPS monitor on mm-hmm. and you're committing crimes, it's not going to be very hard for them to find you. Yeah, usually it's a pretty good indication that you're going to be you're going to be found and caught. Global positioning system is exactly what that means. So he uh, he changed his plea to guilty uh-huh. when he realized there was nothing he could do to prove his innocence. Right, and he's going to spend the next fifteen years. In prison. 18 years. 18 years. 18 hmm. years. You got that kid for 18 years. A lot of good choices being made by that kid. Massachusetts' first ever first husband has died. Chuck Hunt was the uh, forced, uh, first, was the husband of former Massachusetts Governor Jane Swift. Swift became acting Massachusetts governor in 2001 and the state's first woman governor. It says first women governor. Yeah, no, she's a, she was she's woman. still a woman. 
According to uh, his obituary, Chuck Hunt died Tuesday in hospice care at his Berkshire County home in Williamstown. Hunt leaves behind his current wife. Uh, oh, his current wife. Sh- I, they're not even married. Uh, oh, James, really? Yeah. Cr- I had no his idea. current wife, Shannon, and their 15-year-old daughter. He was wow. 67 years old. Um, would you call a helicopter out for uh, no, listen, I, I, funeral keep, services? Keep, come on. Show some sensitivity. Well, I'm just saying. I think that uh, I think that fall is uh, starting to affect your judgment. I think uh, that uh, my judgment was affected long before this fall was. Bax, <laughs> I work here. No, I know uh, the decision to do that is probably very questionable. The day you said I'll take the job was not your finest moment. No, it was definitely not. Uh, Holyoke police officers will hold a remembrance ceremony for Officer John DiNapoli. Members of the Holyoke Police Department Honor Guard will deliver John's wreath to his memorial and observe a moment of silence to honor his sacrifice. The ceremony will begin at 9 a.m. this morning. DiNapoli was killed in the line of duty 22 years ago today at the age of 51. He was fatally shot while following a suspect in an unmarked cruiser. Uh, again, 22 years. It's hard, hard to imagine, but yeah, 22 years. It's uh, crazy how time goes by uh, so quickly. Uh, expect, uh, let's see, uh, area towns uh, continue. Oh, yeah. Area towns continue to encourage the use of masks and face com- coverings in public spaces. The AFOL Board of Health last night voted to put uh, forth an advisory for residents and businesses to wear masks and or face coverings indoors in public places, regardless of vaccination status. If you're in Athol, you better cover up. You better cover that hole in Athol. Cover your cover the Athol. That's it. That's what it, that's what should be the the slogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do not want any aerosol mouth sprays yeah. to come out of Athol. Plug up Athol is what we should call it. That's it. Yeah. The Athol advisory is consistent with the one recommended yesterday by Governor Charlie Baker, which recommends but does not mandate the use of masks in public places in Massachusetts. <clears throat> An improperly installed wood stove is being blamed for triggering a fire, which damaged a trailer in Charlemont yesterday. Jesus. One of the home's uh, owners returned to find smoke coming from the Zor Road trailer's porch. Investigators say the uh, fire was triggered by wood, which was stacked too close to the stove. No injuries or major damage was reported. Do people have any idea how flammable wood can be? It's dangerous stuff. Man, that's like that's one of my biggest fears is a is a house fire. Yeah, you don't want that. Oh man, I just uh, I can't imagine uh, having to deal with with that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's bad. Uh, you know, and not you know not just the people that aren't home when it happens, but the people who are home. Right. You know, because uh, most people succumb to smoke inhalation. Yes. The smoke will kill you before the fire does. That is true. That's not something I want to deal with. Uh, Homeless advocates from across the region are planning a Christmas Eve rally outside a building they believe should be used to house homeless people during the winter months. Trinity Health Systems in the town of Montague are trying to decide the future of the now vacant former Farron Care Center in Turner's Falls. Trinity officials say it would cost less to demolish the building than to renovate it, but a number of people are lobbying for the building to be used as housing for the homeless. The demonstration will run from 2 to 3 p.m. outside the uh, Farron on December 24th, and the public is encouraged to attend. Wow, they're going at a full hour of protest. They're, well, they're cold. serious. Well, it's cold outside. They all have to get home to their their houses. <laughs> yeah, it's on a cold day like today. You want to wrap it up early. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to have to, uh, to deal with uh, inclement weather, and especially on Christmas Eve. 
I mean, uh, the homeless only worth uh, an hour of your time. I know. Don't you think? Yeah, I well, at least that. I um I gotta give the sh- I've been meaning to like take one of those Steve Nagel is my safe word shirts and give it to one of those guys standing on a traffic island. But I you keep forget- I keep forgetting to bring one with me. But I think and this is just my uh, theory that if I were to give one of these people a uh, a T-shirt that said that on it, yeah, their their donations would increase tenfold. Yeah, maybe that might be true. No, somebody would give the guy a dollar just because my name was on it. Listen, if it, if it helps but one person, then it would totally be worth it. Uh, as long as those uh, Steve Nagel Morning Show t- uh, T-shirts don't get into the into the market oh, too the, soon, those are already on the way. Did you, speaking of fires, you see this uh, this fire in Vermont yesterday? No. no. <sighs> uh, eight fire departments responded to a massive blaze at the Silly Cow Farms Company. Uh, this is a place that makes Vermont hot chocolate. The silly cow? Not and the it, laughing cow. No. The silly cow. Silly cow. And okay. it has been destroyed by fire. So all kinds of people in Vermont who will go without hot chocolate during this holiday season. It's an outrage. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what started it. But somebody out there has got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, you can't. That can't go unexplained. Newberry, Vermont. I don't even know where that is. But the Silly Cow Farms Company in Newberry is, was engulfed in flames and ruined. It is a total loss. Ruined by fire. Yeah, that sucks. That was uh, that was like the Jim Beam factory that burned down in the nineties. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and who would have known that, like, alcohol might have been flammable? Well, I remember uh, my brother uh, buying uh, this collectible train for my dad that was filled with booze. Yes. It was like the engine had a little decanter in it. The mm-hmm. boxcar had a decanter in it. And I think I've ca- seen these. Yeah. It was, like, it was like a whole thing. It was like a tanker car and then, like, a caboose. Yeah, and it's they all, all collectible. Had, and they all had booze in them. And then... Uh, that that was made in the factory that burnt down, so it had an increased value to it. I don't know how much it was. Uh, it must worth. have been priceless. Maybe a couple of hundred bucks, right? Because it was probably you know, less than a hundred bucks when it was purchased, right? Uh, and then my uh, my brother came home uh, for Christmas one year and uh, was doing some decorating around the fireplace, yes. where that uh, where that train sat up on the mantle, mm-hmm. and realized that the seal had been pulled away. From one of the uh, one of the uh, pieces, just one. <clears throat> well, no, and then upon further inspection, all of them had been moved, and every single car was empty. Really? Yeah. Like the great train robbery. Yeah, and my uh, my dad played this. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> it must have just evaporated. Yeah, I ju- I didn't drink three liters of uh, bourbon by myself. <laughs> Why would I do something like that? Yeah. Oh, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, my friend. Well, because I used to get blamed for that stuff because I was the teenager in the house. So, right. of course, the teenager, well, the teenagers probably, listen, I've snuck uh, I've snuck booze uh, many different ways, and I know how to not get caught doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, as your, uh, your dad got older, yeah. it got a little bit more careless. With trying to conceal his tracks. Yeah. We actually had a bottle of Dewar's one time that I shared with my friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where we got it from. It was my dad's, but we drank the bottle of Dewar's. Sure. Right? And 
he didn't remember whether he drank it or not. Well, I mean, you know, think about it. So it was like the perfect, you know, when you live with somebody who's chemically dependent on something, <laughs> it's easy to blame them for their... Because it's easy for them to well, forget. because listen, they've been blaming their problems on you their entire life. You might as well blame something on them. Yeah, that's you know. that's the way a codependent yeah. relationship works. Pull, pull a fast one on your old man. There yeah, you go. See, Dad, you don't remember that you didn't drink that, but you drank so much that you don't remember that you didn't know that you didn't drink it. <laughs> your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy this morning. Watch out for black ice out there on the roads. A uh, high of 43 for the day tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 32. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. You've just learned that you've been named executor for your brother's estate. 7.53 and ZZ Top on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be rainy this morning uh, with some black ice throughout the area, so be careful out there driving. It's uh, going to be a high of 43 tomorrow, Sunday with a high of 32. It's 34 in uh, downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements are giving you a chance to win tickets to see New England and Jacksonville and Foxborough on Sunday, January 2nd. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. A winner will be chosen on December 27th, so there is still time for you to sign up. Uh, your chance to win tickets to New England and Jacksonville, brought to you by Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Oh, man. This thing still hurts. Uh, yeah, it's going to hurt. Gonna, it's going to hurt worse tomorrow. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah tomorrow is when uh, you know it's all going to start uh, bruising up, and it's going uh, to be many colors, purple, yellow, orange, like a whole rainbow connection of pain. Thank God for video, huh? Because... Otherwise, I could just say, oh, I slipped this morning, and people would be like, man, no big deal. You slipped. Everybody slips. This was, uh, as I said in the video, I'm uh, practicing my triple axle. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a glorious fall. This is, this is the kind of thing that... The kind of thing that someone would submit to America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, I'm sure if, this is going to be uh, like a, on a viral website somewhere or some of the, one of these days. You know, if we had the time, and I don't because I'm on vacation soon enough, yeah. but if we had the time to put that fall uh, on top of like a musical score, I'm thinking like, like the Benny Hill theme song, Yeah, that would make it into a classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, because of the Yakety Sax Benny Hill theme song, mm -hmm. that would be hilarious. By the way, if... If you've uh, seen the video on Facebook, do yourself a favor. Go full screen with it. That's that's really where the yeah, laughs happen. Yeah, that's where you see all the details. Oh, and yeah. It, some lady pointed out, oh, look, there's an image of a ghost, uh, you know, like almost pushing you. Yeah. That, that's the car exhaust. The car was warming up outside. Yeah. yeah I, but you, you can get your, your arm behind your back, Peter Griffin style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, because it, you know, like, once I slipped and then, like, I'm lying there almost in paralysis on the ground because I'm, you know, your situational awareness going, am I dead? <laughs> was, Did was, I die? Was this it? Did I, yeah, was, was this that, the one? Was, was that the end? Because I've told you before that when I do go out yeah. of this world, mm -hmm. when it's the final, uh, the, the end, when the last the curtain call, right? it's going to be something stupid like this. Well, this, this is, is this is. I don't think this is the kind of fall that kills you. This no, is, but I'm saying in that fashion, like maybe it's going to be something uh, stupid, either a slip, a fall. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go ahead and make that kind of assumption. I mean, with any luck, you may die a very, very old man. 
Yeah, I probably could. And die of natural causes. I mean, that that's always uh, well, a possible. So. You'll die in your sleep. Well, natural causes doesn't mean that you didn't do anything wrong to yourself. No, I mean, you know, obviously, there's lots, you of, could lots of ways to abuse yourself. I could have slipped, fell, and that could have caused, let's say, a heart attack. That would have been right? natural causes that brought on by a fall. A natural cause. Sure. Uh, so, uh, but I just thank my lucky stars that I'm here to tell the story. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. We had nothing going on during this show because <laughs> it's, you know, it's right before vacation, right before mm-hmm. the holidays. And had you not fallen... This show would have been a snooze fest. There'd oh. be no reason to listen to this show whatsoever. What are you going to do? Hang your hat on my little problem with the USPS, please. That's hardly enough to drag the audience yeah, in. I don't, uh, you I see don't. a guy falling his ass in Huntington, Massachusetts, yeah. in a hilarious, splayed-out fashion. Just, that is gold, right it, there. It makes you feel like an like a like an idiot. No, Steve. No. Yeah. You're taking it. You're taking it the wrong way. It, the, it, no, but it, like you, when you go, like you know, I'm like, why didn't I check to see if there was ice on the steps? Like you I were, didn't. Uh, I didn't really. That didn't really cross my mind. There's absolutely no way to quantify these numbers, but I have to believe a video like this, as hilarious as yeah. it is, is motivating people to watch their step and to be careful on the ice. Wait, if that is the case. Now, what you've done here, Steve, how many lives is a, have I saved? How many lives have you yeah. saved? To me, this shows incredible sacrifice on your part. Uh, Not posting this video would have been wrong. I even took uh, because I'm not prepared for the winter yet. Like I don't have sand yet. Right. They give away free sand in our town. If you're a resident, you can go fill up your sand buckets. Well, I haven't done that yet because we haven't had anything really significant. You know, to to put sand down for. Well, now we do. Yeah, right. Uh, So all I had, I'm like, and I don't like putting salt down anywhere near my house. Right. But I'm like, you know what? This requires some sort of melting. So I just took the big shaker of sea salt Mm -hmm. and went outside and did the steps. It's all you can uh, do, Steve. And the, and the walkway so as nobody else uh, slips and breaks their ass. See, now you're thinking of other people. Just like posting this video has probably saved five or ten lives today. But, uh, hey, I might have uh, kidney damage, but pff, I'm doing just fine. It's 7.59 with Bax and Nagel. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pet food roundup underway. Donate to local animal shelters. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you are probably aware, the National Hockey League has temporarily postponed their season until after Christmas due to the current explosion of positive COVID cases around the league. And yesterday, the NFL reported that 47 players tested positive on Monday making it the highest number of positive COVID cases in a single day since the start of the pandemic. So what's going on in basketball? What's the NBA doing about all this? Well, it's like this. In an interview with ESPN's Malika Andrews, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver stated that the NBA would not be pausing their season because, quote, we have, of course, looked at all the options, but frankly, we're having trouble coming up with the logic of pausing right now. Granted, the NBA has had to postpone seven games over the last week, including five over the last three days, but Adam Silver does not see the logic in shutting things down. Meanwhile, the NBA announced yesterday that due to all the positive COVID tests, the league may need to adjust game time for the NBA schedule on Christmas Day, which would include the Celtics game against the Milwaukee Bucks at 2.30. You also have games at noon, 5, and 8 p.m. 
But those times could change depending entirely on how things go with the pandemic. So far, of the 10 teams scheduled to play on Christmas Day, 30 players have tested positive for COVID. And yet, that could all be dealt with if they could only change some of those start times. Because as you know, you can't catch COVID at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 or 9 p.m. You see, the NBA doesn't need logic to make every decision. Sometimes you just have to be creative and find ways around it. Let the NHL worry about trivial things like logic and contingency plans. As long as the NBA can adjust their start times on Christmas Day, then everybody should stay completely safe. Listen, I totally see the rationale behind it all. Pausing the season makes no sense at all. Changing start times? Now that's a fleeting scientific approach that I can totally get behind. It's almost as if that sort of thing, nothing could possibly go wrong. But hey, never mind yapping. Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, can you walk into a Rockies right now and pick up a copy of the current sales flyer? Oh yeah, you can. They got loads of them. But you can also check out the same thing on your phone or computer. What's on sale today at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies.com. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Man. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Black Sabbath on Rock 102. The sweet sounds of Ray Conniff. That's right. All right, I got I to gotta turn off the Facebook here for a second. Uh, yeah, you're getting all your notifications. I'm getting, I'm getting a ton of notifications. Yeah, that's all the notifications from my video you shared. That's it. I'm that's getting tons go- of them. That's what's going on. See, I told you to finally get Facebook likes back. <laughs> Just share something of mine. <laughs> Listen, nothing wrong with some coattails. You've been riding them for a while. Uh, well, uh, I'm the coat wearer now. Hey, uh, uh, not- you know, one of you guys, uh, you could all be <laughs> dead by the end of the year. Well, it's, we're off to a pretty good start. Yeah. Uh, hey, not for nothing. You know, for those of you who, uh, who celebrate Christmas, who uh, celebrate, uh, you know, Jesus being the reason for the season, you know, the birth of Jesus, uh, uh, all that stuff, uh, you'll all be de- delighted to know that when... Uh, when the kids come down from their bedrooms, down the stairs, to open up their gifts from Santa Claus, yeah, you could turn on uh, Rock 102 and hear Bax and Nagel's Weekend Edition here on Rock 102. We're working on Christmas? Yes. Why? I don't know. But apparently... That's going on as planned. Uh, I don't understand this. I don't understand why we're working on Christmas Day. Well, Bob Cratchit, uh, apparently Ebenezer Scrooge has decided that uh, come rain or come shine, uh, the show must go on. So let me get this straight. Uh, Rather than uh, be at home opening uh, presents with my children on Mm -hmm. Christmas morning, enjoying a nice cup of Fogbuster uh, coffee, by the way, in the black and white bag, uh, you want me to come in here? That's what we've been told. Yes. Yeah, we can't do a can't do a whole morning of uh, Christmas songs or you know, best of uh, Bax and Nagel or best of Bax and O'Brien. Nope. It's got to be you and me hanging out on Christmas. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Uh, I actually do have a favorite Christmas song. What is it? It's kind of a non-traditional Christmas song, but it's "Someday at Christmas" by Stevie Wonder. Do you know that one? I don't uh, know what it is. That one, that one, uh, that one uh, does it for me. Uh, no, I don't know that one. Oh, well, let me see if I can find. Yeah, it. Yeah, see if you can pull that up. I like. Um, what is it? Uh, <clears throat> hold on. 
Let's see. It's well, from the '60s. It's a. It's like an acapella version of White Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. Well, here, platters. That could be. Well, here, here's a Stevie one. I don't know why I love this one, but I just do. Drifters. Yeah. Ooh, shh, shh, shh. Listen. Ooh, ding. Ooh. Yeah, it's got the the silver bells. Frickin' Stevie Wonder, man. Frickin' Stevie Wonder. I thought you said Stevie Nicks first. No, Stevie Wonder. I'm pretty sure you said Stevie Nicks. You said Stevie Nicks first. Don't believe I meant Stevie Nicks. And I was waiting for... uh... No, no, no. It's a beautiful song by Stevie Wonder. You like this one? I do like this one. Something heartwarming about it. Was he born without testicles, too? No. Just without the ability to see. see. Ooh, I like this one. Ooh, a little key change. Now, what's the one that you like? The Drifters, White Christmas. The Drifters, yeah. White Christmas. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. Yeah. I got a... Okay. How do you spell Christmas? Uh, that would be X-M-A-S. Okay, here we go. Well, you're X-M-A-S, too, aren't yeah, you? I there am you X-M-A-S. I really like this version a lot. It's a good one. Just the just the sound. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I mean, you can you can have you know the it's. Christmas music is just—it's really just a finite number of songs, just that done are just over and over again. Done over and over and over. It's again. very rare when you get a guy who can uh, write a brand new one and really makes it his own. You know, you—you uh, you gave me that challenge a few weeks ago. Uh, how long can you go without hearing Wham's Last Christmas? Yeah. But I didn't hear Wham. I heard like three different versions of that song by other people. Yeah, let me see if I can find uh, Whamageddon. Yeah, the Whamageddon rules. These are very specific, mm-hmm. uh, specific rules. I'm I like that. So the rules are, uh, the objective is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Last Christmas. Uh, that's the first rule. Yeah. Second rule, the game starts on December 1st, ends on December 21st, uh, 24th. Uh, your local time zone, uh, you know, obviously would change things. Rule number three: only a, the original version applies. Uh, remixes or covers, you're all set. But if it's it's got to be the wham, that's the the problem. Rule number four: you're out as soon as you recognize the song. Oh, really? As soon as you're you recognize, out. like uh, I'm out, I'm out. And then yeah. you're supposed to post on social media with the Whamageddon hashtag when you get hit. Yeah, well, I, I didn't get hit by Wham this year. I only got hit. Well, I actually did. I eventually got hit by the Wham. I didn't do that whole game, but I did. Uh, I heard like three different versions of mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. You know what my absolute favorite Christmas song is? No, what is Let it? me share this one with you. Yeah. Bing Crosby, Christmas Dinner Country Style. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Christmas uh, yeah. Dinner. Dinner country style. Oh, I've got it. I've got, you got it. it. I've got it. You ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. Mother, mother, everybody's starving. Mother, mother, 
Let's see. Hold your horses, got a million courses, and I'm fixing the treat. Jeremiah, go and get your brother. Jane and Jonah, you too. Hezekiah, go and get your brother. Then be Amy, then Sue, mother, mother. Everybody's happy. They're like Dosey Doe and the Cranberries. You know, you know what's hilarious is you know, here's Bing Crosby singing a family Christmas classic. When he used to beat the shit. Well, he used to beat, beat the shiznit out of his kids. <laughs> right. There you go. I Merry Christmas, everybody. I, I know. I know. <laughs> That's great. Yes, and then break bed. Put your napkin on your lap while Jim pulls cider from the tap. Don't that turkey look divine? Well, promenade it down the line. Plenty of duck, well, long on white. It's going to matter to your right. That's a good one. I agree with you. It's a toe tapping ditty right Yeah. And then on the opposite spectrum, there's this. You know, uh, there's a lot of goodwill for the Beatles right now with that uh, whole Get Back documentary. But if there's ever been proof that Paul McCartney is in fact dead, it's this. Why? Why? I don't understand. This. I don't think this is the worst Christmas it's song ever. Awful. It's That's an awful song bad. coming from one of the great musical <laughs> geniuses of our time. Well, you know, uh, y'all gotta bite the bullet every once in a while. You gotta take one for the team. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Listen. As awful as that song is, it's played over and over and over again. This is the song that if they were still together, they would have given this one to, to Ringo. That only comes. Yeah. Yeah. This this would have broke up the Beatles. This would have been John would have said, listen, I stuck with that Maxwell Silver Hammer for until we were done with it. And that was enough to make me want to quit. This well, I'm out again. Look how much money he made off this. I know, terrible. That's a lot of. That's a lot of Paul McCartney right there. You know what else uh, I actually love, what and this it? is uh, this is one of the great Christmas uh, albums of all time. Yeah, you ready for this? Sure. It's the Johnny Mathis "Merry Christmas." Oh, fantastic! Shut the front door, Bex. Fantastic. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In, in the rain, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. I told you when I was uh, in like sixth grade. Yeah. I uh, I borrowed. I wanted to borrow the music book from school. Yeah. The, the music teacher, the choral teacher, had uh, like all these music books, so like Christmas music books. Right. And they were all like uh, dittoed. You know, the ditto copies. Oh yeah. You know. Yep. So that took a long time to make these books. Damn right. So uh, the teacher gives me this book. I bring it home for Christmas because uh, well, I wanted to read all the lyrics to all the Christmas songs. Right. My brother decides to take that book and uh, scratch out all the different words in the book to make it the dirty Christmas book. Really? So instead of Jingle Bell Rock, it would be Jingle Bell Rock-a-doodle-doo. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know what you're saying. Or, uh... He didn't uh, make fun of chestnuts roasting in an open fire, oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he did that one, too. Um, what about <laughs> Blue Christmas? They didn't, uh... Yes, he changed it to B-L-E-W. Oh, my God. <laughs> Deck the Balls was one uh, of them. Yeah, you know what? Honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. Uh, if you notice, I didn't hit you with a last Christmas from Wham. Why didn't you? Because I didn't want to eliminate people and drive them away from the show. <laughs> I thought I'd let Paul McCartney do that instead. Let the Ke- let the Kellogg crew take care of that. Yeah, one right, for you. right. Yeah. But tell you what, this one, this one though, the Johnny Mathis is a classic. Johnny Mathis together. Uh, Andy Andy Williams. Andy Williams. All right. Yeah. The. Uh, and I and I and I'm in agreement with John O'Brien when it uh, when he does that coming down the chimney down. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, what he'll the, be coming down the chimney down. Yeah, what was the uh, the song used to do in there? It's the holiday season. See, it's like the most wonderful. Happy holidays. It's called Happy Holidays, isn't it? Uh, let's see. I gotta look. I gotta look. Oh, yeah, no, wait. Hold on a second. This is it right here. Right? Yeah. yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bells keep ringing. Happy holidays. Goes into this holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The snow, the snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. What does that mean? Coming down the chimney down. They needed another, another uh, syllable. That doesn't make any sense. Does it need to? He'll be coming down the chimney. That's it. There's no more down. Coming down the chimney. Down. He's coming down the chimney. Blank. He'll have a big fat pack upon his sack. And lots of goodies for you and for me. Leave a peppermint blick for old St. Blick. I want to sing dirty words when I sing it. I bet you do. I do. Holiday season. And don't forget to touch on my exactly. It's 823 at Rock 102. This is John Mayberry, president of Mayberry Material Handling, with a very important announcement for you or someone you know. We are hiring, and I really need your help to take care of our customers. Mayberry Material Handling sells and services equipment used by manufacturers, warehouses, and distribution centers, so we are busier than ever before. To support our growth, we are looking for motivated, mechanically inclined individuals who don't want to work in the same place every day doing the same thing. Mayberry service technicians and installers work at our customers' facilities, servicing and installing. For- it's 825 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, rainy this morning. Uh, watch out for some black ice throughout the area, depending on where you are, more and more so in the higher elevations. Uh, it's going to be a high of 43 for the day tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 32, looking at 34 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, are, are you, you're hosting Christmas, right? No, I'm not hosting Christmas. You're not hosting? Nope. Good for I, you. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I could have, I guess. I did it a couple of years ago. I like you know people over and everything like that. I just, yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. To no, do I all know that stuff, and I'd I'm, rather just uh, I'd rather just contribute a dish versus a uh, you know. Well, we're we're hosting, and uh, I, I got oh, my. Oh, great! I'll be over at six. We'll be done by then. I'll be over at two. Ooh, we'll be done by then too. All right. Uh, I got. Uh, I'm getting a. Uh, I'm getting a prime rib. 
Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's uh, I, I want to do a prime rib. And I ordered it, right? And I was told by the butcher, because I went right to a butcher and said, I want a prime rib. I want four, bo- uh, like a four bone prime rib. Yeah. First thing out of his mouth is not, okay, it'll be ready for you on such and such a date at such and such a time. Yeah. His first thing is, you know, that's going to be kind of expensive. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah, but it's. It's Christmas. Christmas comes but once a year. Yeah, and, and, you're, st- and you're not going to get your uh, Christmas present package delivered on time anyway. You I might go, as well get a de- decent meal out of it. I might get a decent meal out of it. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, cooking a prime rib this year. And how much was this? I don't know yet. That hasn't uh, hasn't been determined. I, I will pick it up, and it will be a surprise to me. You're talking probably $20 a pound. Probably. Maybe more than that. Close to it, I would think. Probably. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. And, I'm, and I have no reason to uh, to think of this, but I'm going to guess it's probably going to cost over two bills. I would think so. Yeah. Probably over two hundred bucks. Well, listen, the last one I got was two years ago. Yes, uh, and that cost that was like a four rib thing, mm-hmm. and I think that cost about one hundred and ten bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess yeah. based on the price of meat. Uh, and everything else, it's kind of really kind of cost like two hundred bucks, and I know it's a lot of money, but I'm feeding a, a, a bunch of people. But I am going to parcel this out very, very carefully, make sure that none of these animals eat, eat too much of it. Um, yeah, you don't want you want to <laughs> save it for yourself. One leftovers, well, one at least the, one slice for me for well, later on. Well, you gonna make a nice barley soup afterwards? Eh, I don't know. If I'll do that. But just eat, or uh, just, maybe just, an onion soup with the beef base. Too. I wasn't really thinking about soup. I was really yeah. just thinking about you know chowing down on it later, like after everybody goes, it, yeah. it, you know, leaves for the day. Hey, I told you what I got last week. What did you get? A meat slicer. Oh yeah, that's you right. Want to bring that bad boy over. We can mm. slice it so thin you can't even see it. How do you know it's there? Oh, I just assumed. No, I I, uh, I actually have uh, a knife. I actually have uh, brand new knives. Yeah. One of my my early Christmas gifts because yeah. I got a couple of them. Brand new set of beautiful knives. Ooh, really nice knives. Really like nice. oh yeah, no these. I used to. We were using these real half rate uh, sweatshop knives for years. Oh, like the Cuisinart ones I got in my yeah, kitchen. Yeah, you know it just it just tears things apart as opposed to slices them. These new ones. Oh lord, they're just like. They're nice and balanced. They're nice and sharp. I mean, you could yeah. cut a finger off without even thinking about it, and slices things so nicely. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So that's I'm I'm looking to, if anything happens, I'm looking to slice that big two hundred dollar chunk of meat and see what happens. You bet. You see that the thing that gets me about buying something so expensive like that mm-hmm. is not effing it up. That's like the biggest fear that I have, yeah. because. I think when I cooked it the last time, I had my brother-in-law bring over the meat thermometer to make sure that we were staying within range. Sure. And then uh, at one point, the temperature just shot up like crazy. Was your was your uh, thermometer touching a bone? I don't know. I don't know. Probably what, was touching the bone. Is that what it was? Probably. Well, it, luckily that we it did because once we took it out. It was almost, it was like perfect. It, was, it had it cooked perfectly. Yeah. We let it sit out for about 20 minutes or so and with, you know, covered in foil just to kind of let it cook a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out, it came out perfect. Yeah, see, there but you go. It went from like, you know, 90 degrees to like 125. And I'm like, yeah. what? what just but, at one, but at 125, that's probably when you'd want to pull it out anyway. 
Right, but it's, it's going to shoot up another five to ten degrees while it sits. Right, but I wasn't expecting it to happen so quickly. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it's all of a sudden. You know, we, we, you checked it every like half hour, fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, see, I, I, I got the uh, the meat thermometer that plugs right into the stove. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I can I can watch the internal temperature for for however long it takes. Yeah. And there's you know there's several ways of doing it, and every time I've done it, I've done a pretty good job with it. Pretty satisfied with the way things turned out. Gonna do the same thing this year too. So hopefully, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna destroy this thing because it's it's too expensive of me to do it wrong. But there's loads of different ways to do it right. Uh, our buddy uh, that uh, gave us breakfast that morning at the Grist Milk Cafe. Yeah, he said that he just bought a two pointer. Okay. Uh, and it cost him like fifty bucks. It was about five pounds. That's not bad. That's about right. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, so, I'm sure it's going to be expensive. It's probably like maybe fifteen to twenty dollars more than so, it was last year. So a four rib roast is probably going to cost me two bills. I'm probably about right. Well, no. If two ribs cost fifty dollars, four ribs would cost a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. No, yeah, yeah. You would math. Know. Stop with the me math. Being the, the math, I, yeah. I'm telling you. I, but I don't know how big that was. You know, but. Uh, I don't know. Keep my fingers crossed. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the poorhouse, but at the same time, I don't want to eat a crappy meal. Yeah, I don't want to eat a crappy. meal. No, I don't want to. I've had too many of those. Uh, Look at the time. It's eight thirty-two. News, holy crap! News is next. A rock one hundred two. A watch on your wrist doesn't just tell time. Eight thirty-five with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel and Rock one hundred two. Uh, why did you say Rock one hundred two again? I don't know. Just uh, it's the last newscast of the year. Last newscast of the year. That's you figured, it. Uh, you know, you're uh, feeling it out. Just yeah, I want to play it out the rest of the hour. Yeah, just kind of you know. Going through the motions, I suppose. I I got you, bro. Hey, uh, by the way, there's a winter weather advisory in effect right now uh, until at least ten o'clock this morning. With right, the black ice out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see, uh, you want a hilarious video. You can watch me uh, falling and breaking my ass this morning, leaving my house. And people are asking, they're like, "How long did you lay there for?" And I say, "I probably about a minute. I probably laid there for about a minute trying to assess what a what just happened, and b." Did I break anything? Just, uh, just your confidence, yeah. and uh, and maybe your uh, humility. Look at that. I'm looking yeah. at it again. Funny every time. Oh yeah, it's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> oh isn't my that? god! I just watched the part where you fell and uh, and you hit the like the, the 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 edge of that bottom step. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, with the Benny Hill theme song, that would be fantastic video. It would be hilarious, wouldn't it? It would be. Everything but, is funnier with the Benny Hill theme song. It it, it is. Uh, I'm not sure if this is that funny. It's funny enough. Yeah. Hey, uh, West Springfield police are looking for a suspect believed to be involved with an alleged kidnapping and rape of a child. According to the West Springfield police, 19-year-old Gavin Ortiz is wanted for an incident at a motel on December 14th. He's wanted for uh, enticing a child under the, age, under the age of 16, kidnapping, aggravated rape of a child with force, assault, and battery, and rape of a child with force. If you've seen Ortiz or have any information on his whereabouts, you're asked to contact the uh, West Springfield uh, police, and you can remain anonymous. You see this picture of this uh, dirtbag? I have not. Uh, he's got mutton chops. What is this on? 22? It's on 22. I mean, he's got, like, he's trying to grow a full beard, but the mutton chops are growing more on the oh, outside. Yeah. You know, uh, mutton chops are really very, very passe. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't suggest it. 
Uh, yeah, I wouldn't suggest it either. But it's uh, not a good look. It's but a, I think more of a good to, look if you were in the 1860s. I think if you're referring to this, he's got the bowl cut and mutton chops. I think if you're uh, if if you're going to uh, call him a uh, a dirt bag, I think that would be an accurate assessment. Yeah, he is. Uh, that is a dirt bag. That's a dirt bag. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can remain anonymous with the West Springfield Police. I'm pretty sure they remain anonymous when they release information about someone. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, we don't want to. We don't want to tell you nothing. Nothing. That's for us to know and you to find out. Uh, there was a pedestrian accident yesterday on Northampton Street in Holyoke. A this thing is slow this morning. A uh, pedestrian was injured in a two-car accident in Northampton, or I'm sorry, on Northampton Street in Holyoke on Tuesday afternoon. According to the Holyoke Fire Department, crews were called to the two-car accident with a pedestrian hit on the intersection of George Street and Northampton Street about 2.30 p.m. When they arrived, the pedestrian in the accident was pinned against a stone retaining wall. Oof. Firefighters were able to move the car to free the man, and he was taken to a nearby hospital with serious injuries. The driver of one of the vehicles was also taken to the hospital for minor injuries. The Holyoke Police Department stated that the elderly male had a compound fracture to his right leg. Uh, Sergeant Joniak used his personal tourniquet to stop the major blood loss of the elder, elderly wow. man. The intersection has been uh, since reopened. The incident is currently under investigation. That's uh, that's worse than the injury you uh, sustained today. You got a little boo boo in your thumb. Yeah, I don't. You know, listen, uh, I don't find that kind of. I don't find any anything. Well, this is completely different than a slipping. I don't find slipping funny either. I don't. I don't think it's funny when people get hurt. There are laughter in the Three Stooges. No, I never did. I never really enjoyed what? that show. I never enjoyed the Three Stooges. The Three You're Stooges. You're telling me when Mo used to poke uh, like uh, like uh, Larry's eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with the two fingers and go Dook! and and, uh, yeah. and like uh, she'd try to do it to Curly, but Curly would put his hand like right in front of his nose. That wasn't hilarious. No, that, that wasn't hilarious at all. Did you ever see the one where? Ever see the one where Mo takes like a like a crosscut saw and tries to drive it over uh, Curly's head? Hilarious. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not uh, funny at all. It's I, hysterical. I hysterical know. fun. I don't know why you think that's funny. Years uh, for years and years, Channel Thirty Eight in Boston used to do on New Year's Eve uh, an alternative to uh, like you know Dick Clark's uh, you know New Year's Rock and Eve. It was a it was a, a, a Three Stooges marathon. It was the Three Stooges all night long. Now, when you're sucking down schnapps and Goldschlager and uh, Jaeger bombs on uh, on New Year's Eve, ain't nothing funnier than looking at some old footage of these Stooges. Yeah, I'm not a big Stooges fan. Never oh really my was. god, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with you. I think your I think your head got affected by the fall. No, I've always disliked the Three Stooges. Always. Do you ever see the one where uh, no, I, where, it, where Curly goes bananas and the only thing that will calm him down is a slice of cheese? No, see, I don't. Uh, he I gets don't, down on the ground and he you know kicks his feet around. He goes on, like, around in a circle. That's hilarious. Yeah, I uh, I don't have any Three Stooges references for you. How do you feel about Shemp? You and like Shemp? And I don't even know which one's Larry, which one's Mo, and which one's Curly. Oh my! Th- come the on. guys that own that uh, that auto parts store. Uh, no, that's Pep Boys. Well, what were their names? Manny and Mo? Maybe. And? The I other guy. They, weren't they the... Zeppo, uh, I believe. Weren't they the guys who used to poke each other in the eyes? No. I don't 
don't know. I got poked in the eye a couple of times when I was at Pet Boys. The Three Stooges were responsible for hilarious comedy shorts uh, for uh, for Columbia Films for many, many years. Yeah, and well, it didn't do anything for me. To, to have you sit here and be judgmental of the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. For all of their many hilarious hijinks. I just don't understand it. It's like we're working on... Uh, it's like we're working on uh, different levels. You didn't learn, never laugh when it's when the uh, the announcer says uh, Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard, and the three students come running because they're like brain surgeons. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, no, that's, that does that great stuff. That does not appeal to me. A uh, moose was killed in Ludlow on Friday, according to the Mass Environmental Police, who states that this was no accident and the animal was shot intentionally and illegally. The hell was a moose doing in Ludlow? Well, it's uh, they're going to Randall's for the, uh, the apple cider donuts. Portuguese American Club. Portuguese American Club. It's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got that. Uh, they got that area in the back there. Yeah, right. In the bar. <laughs> Used to be a smoking area. Now it's a moose only area. Right. It's very antelope friendly, uh, except for that one day. The incident took place in the Facing Rock Wildlife Management Area. Moose hunting is prohibited in Massachusetts. I didn't know that. You can't hunt a moose. Not in Massachusetts, I guess. Hmm. That's weird. There's no moose season? Well, probably because uh, maybe the population of moose are more like north in like New Hampshire and Maine versus a thinned population down yeah. here in Massachusetts. You don't like you don't uh, like typically see moose running running out in the middle of the street around here. You know, all summer long we're up in uh, Vermont waiting to see moose and we hear that there are moose everywhere. We yeah. saw fox, we saw coyotes, we saw bears. We didn't see one moose. My sister-in-law comes up for one day. What does she see on her way home? A moose. Well, yeah, We're going up there every weekend there to see one goddamn moose. She shows up there for three hours, and boom, she gets to see the moose. Well, that's so like, unfair. That's like uh, when, some, when people told me when I moved up to the Hilltowns, I'd see bears everywhere. Yeah, I've only seen two bears the entire time I've lived up there, and it wasn't even anywhere near my property. Two bears is yeah. almost two bears too many. There was uh, one crossing uh, Montgomery Road, mm -hmm. and then the other one was out. It was actually out in um, where the hell was that? Uh, Otis, I believe. Otis. Otis Deep Throatus. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was out there. It was a mom, mommy bear, and a baby bear crossing the road. Really. And that was uh, that was it. I never saw like. Uh, Are there any nearby bowls of porridge? Oh, my neighbor said uh, he had bears in the backyard, which is the same back. Well, it borders the same backyard as mine, but right. I've never seen any. But I don't have bird feeders and things like that, so I don't attract. I don't leave anything out to attract the bears. See, we have bird feeders, yeah. but we have never had a bear in my backyard. We've had everything else: deer, fox, you name it. But Listen, never had bear. You've had plenty of bear up at that Swallow Hollow up on ninety one in Holyoke. Ironically, his name was Otis. Uh, yes, Otis Deep Throatus. Uh, Jason Todd walked into Friends Steakhouse in Clanton. I don't know where the Clanton. It's Alabama. Okay, right. Uh, where his band was playing in the final set one summer night three years ago. Tanya Anderson, his wife, stood outside in the parking lot, drunk, demanding to drive herself home. Todd Holt told her she could not drive, and he would take her shortly after he paid his tab. I'm not mad at you, he repeated. Belligerent, she threatened to leave. Fine, walk home, said Todd, believing she would not. Anderson began walking, as spelled out in court records and police reports, and did not make it far before being struck and killed by an oncoming vehicle. Oh, boy. Imagine that. You 
do the option of not drinking and driving because drinking and driving is dangerous. But what's even more dangerous is walking while drunk because, you know, and I, and I that, that uh, remember that book Freakonomics? I do. They talk about this at length, mm-hmm. how much safer it is to actually drink and drive your car home than it would be to walk home. Now, they're not advocating that you do this. But statistically just, speaking. Statistically speaking. Sure. It's more about you losing your balance and walking out in the middle of the road like this poor woman did. Yeah. And then getting hit by a car. So you try to do the right thing and you get screwed for it. Sometimes doing the right thing is the wrong thing. Uh, in an unusual turn, local police opted to charge Todd with manslaughter for the death of Anderson. Uh, his alleged crime, throwing his wife's keys across the road, sending on her a precarious, deadly search. Todd repeatedly denied throwing the wife's keys. There was no evidence that he did. A court later ruled. You know, you have to question these prosecutors sometimes. Like, that's a stretch. Yeah, you didn't, but because to me, the only one is really at fault here. Is the person who got drunk and walked yeah. out in the middle of traffic. Absolutely. Whether or not somebody threw keys across the road, he was trying to prevent you from driving the car. Right. I, I don't understand why. And then why would you put... This guy lost it, loses his wife in a, in, a, in a horrible fashion. Right. And then has to be prosecuted because they feel that he was responsible for her death when it was simply an actually, accident. Actually, I mean, you know, he's not the one who was driving the car. I know. I mean, at the very least, wouldn't the guy driving the car bear some level of responsibility for hitting someone walking on the road? Yeah. Todd is now suing the uh, police officer, David Hicks, whose investigation led to the manslaughter charge in federal court. He's also suing the restaurant and the driver in state court for his wife's death. Yeah, see, who was the one that gave her the last drink? You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's that's how what that comes down to. Uh, so, good luck to that guy, though. Man. Jesus. Terrible. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It's going to be uh, rainy this morning. There could be some patches of ice in the higher elevation, so be careful out there while you're driving. A high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 32. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Automotive technicians, this is your chance. The United States Postal Service is hiring.